The following Dharma talk was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. The speaker is Mark Nunberg, guiding teacher at Common Ground. So welcome back, everyone. This is our week four of our six-week introduction class. And usually during this fourth week, we practice being particularly interested in what is it that arises in the mind in the present moment experience that interrupts the continuity of awareness. I might have mentioned this in one of the previous weeks, but there's a very simple set of instructions. Allow the body to rest in the natural ease of the body and allow the mind to rest in the natural ease of the mind and then stay alert and notice whatever arises to interrupt the natural ease of the body and the mind, right? So instead of thinking of the distractions and the obstacles as something that's bothering me or something that's in the way of practice, it actually, all of our learning comes from seeing these disturbances. So Don't worry about them. It's just the question of what can be learned when the mind wanders away, Because right? The whole idea, you know, we're, we're stabilizing the awareness in order to see the causes of suffering, the causes of the mind getting tight, and the causes of the mind, the heart, body, releasing that tightness, right? The causes for suffering and the causes for release. So every time, so you're sitting, every time tonight during the guided meditation, and you notice that the mind has gotten lost in thought or is caught up in some reactive pattern, then in that moment, let that be the object of awareness. Don't think, oh, i got to come back to the breath or come back to my primary anchor. Before you do that, just take a moment, because right then in that moment you are aware. Right? You're mindfully aware because you know that the mind is distracted or that there's this emotional reaction happening. So then the interesting question, like you could use that acronym we've been using, RAIN, recognize, oh, this is what the mind is doing, or this is being known, this reaction is being known, allow it, be interested. This I for interest or investigation, it really means a willingness to feel it. Well, what does it feel like? The mind is worrying. Well, not the content of the worry, but what does it feel like to be worrying, to be planning, to be fantasizing, to be remembering something or planning something? What's the feeling? Is the heart, is the body tight? Is it burdened? Or does it feel released and free? Is it pleasant or unpleasant? So we're recognizing, we're accepting, we're interested in it. And we realize, in moments at least, a kind of non-attachment. It's just a distraction being known. It's just something being known. And it feels like this. And this feeling is just a feeling being felt. Well, can that be okay? Can it be okay? So in this way, you might have, let's say in a 30-minute sit, you might have 100 distractions, some more major some little waverings in the attention, right? 
did you think you only had a couple? <laughs> Sometimes when people come to a teacher and they say, yeah, I sat for an hour, and yeah, there was just, I think, just one distraction. Then pretty much the teacher knows, well, yeah, there was one distraction, and one distraction led to the next thought, the next thought, and then the hour was over. <laughs> so that's how you had only one distraction. So it's generally speaking a good sign when you're noticing more distractions because it means there's more awareness that you're noticing because that's just what the mind does. It's there and it wanders. And then it's aware and then it loses. It gets, in a sense, sucked in or caught up, lost in thought for moments, maybe minutes. And then it's aware and then lost in thought. And so every time the mind becomes aware, mindfully aware, then don't feel like you have to rush back to the anchor, but notice, okay, this is just something being known, and it feels like this. So it's interesting that going pretty quickly to how it feels, the pleasantness, unpleasantness, or if it's neutral, the neutrality of how it feels is very stabilizing. In the same way, if you tend to be oblivious to how you're feeling, generally you're going to be Um, sort of governed or driven by your emotions, by what you're feeling. So if you find yourself acting neurotically, you know, one of the best things you can do is, what am I feeling? What's being felt right now? Is it pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral? Oh, there's a yucky feeling. Okay, well, can I be mindfully aware? Can I be intimate with that yucky feeling? Because when you're willing to feel what you're feeling... It breaks the pattern of the reactive pattern because the reactive pattern pretty much is always driven, caused by not wanting to feel something. And it's not always unpleasant. Sometimes we're feeling some joy, but we either don't know how to be intimate with joy or don't trust it for whatever reason. And so we, you know, we're all planning our whole life because we're feeling joy. But what we could do is just notice, oh, it's joy. It's pleasant. Well, I can, be, I can be relaxed and clear, not attached with pleasantness, the pleasantness of joy. And then the last thing I wanted to say before we do the sit is, it's surprisingly useful as a particular technique or skill to be able to name it. Name what's predominant. So when your mind's distracted, when the mind is being pushed aw- around by some something that's moving in the mind and body, something that's showing up in our experience, just to give it a very simple, non-charged name. Now, you may not recognize what it is. Like Sometimes it might be obvious, oh, planning. It's just planning being known. So I say it out loud. That doesn't mean you need to, but you should from time to time, just see if that helps. It's like putting a frame around what's predominant, what's arising in your experience. So we say the word, you know, planning, and it like illuminates or makes it clear. Oh yeah, this is just thinking. It's planning. It's just this. It feels like this. Can that be okay? And especially if you're confused, then just start there. Okay, this is confusion. Not like what's happening. Well, no, I know what's happening. I'm confused. So confusion's like this. Or doubt. 
I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, well, that's doubt. Doubt's like this. Because we can get, we can be very clear that the mind is full of doubt or that the mind is confused. So we're not forcing clarity. We practice being clear about the confusion, about the doubt, or whatever it is that's happening in the moment. And so it, use that naming, or sometimes it's called labeling or noting, as a technique from time to time. You don't necessarily need to do it in every moment where you're noting what's predominant or what the mind is knowing. But strategically, from time to time, it's a very useful technique, and not just in your formal sitting time. So, you know, as we often say in this world of Buddhist meditation practice, there is a world of difference between being angry and the mind knowing, oh, there's anger, it's like this now. It's just anger being known. And this, is, this world of difference really saves our butt so many times when we can go from teetering into getting lost in some emotional reaction to a moment of recognizing, oh, there is this reaction, and it can be something being known instead of something the mind is getting lost, identified with, and then acting out because it's lost in it. Oh, insecurity is being felt. It's unpleasant like this. Well, can that be okay? Because if I can be intimate with the unpleasantness of insecurity or being defensive or self-conscious, if I can be intimate with that, then I don't have to act it out. And when we act those things out, it sets all kinds of other stuff in motion. This is liberation. I mean, you wouldn't believe how much, how much better life works when every single pattern in the mind can be observed as something being known, something being felt. When I say something being known means we're recognizing the pattern, and when I say something is being felt, we're willing to feel what it feels like. So if it's an unpleasant pattern, if it comes with tension, we're willing, we're not afraid to just feel it. Because when we're tight, we should be willing to feel there's tightness and it feels like this. Just like when we're feeling light, or not constricted, we should know this feels nice like this. feels pleasant like this. The Buddha in many places in his many teachings highlights how important it is to be aware, to be intimate with how the moment feels, the feeling tone, the pleasantness, unpleasantness, and neutrality. Like right now, because every single moment of our lives there's a corresponding feeling. It feels some way. And if you don't know if it's pleasant or unpleasant, that means it's neutral. Like Neutral basically stands for whenever you can't tell whether it's pleasant or unpleasant. Sometimes it's actually neutral, and sometimes it's just subtly pleasant or unpleasant, and you can't tell. But just call it neutral and be intimate with that in the same way you'd be intimate with pleasantness or unpleasantness. Because it really drives the show, the feeling tone, when we're not aware of it. So whenever you're feeling stuck in the guided meditation tonight, then just, say, just ask yourself, how does it feel now? What's the feeling tone now? Oh, 
it feels like this. And, you know, like when you use that word this, you're bringing your attention right to how it feels. It feels like this. And then if you'd like, you can use the question, well, can it be okay that it feels like this? Meaning, is it safe to relax with this feeling? Or do I need to be tight? Let's keep it really simple. Is it actually safe to relax with whatever is being felt in the moment? Like the feeling you have right now. Can we be intimate with that? The feeling of being in a room, like if you're a little sleepy, that might feel a little unpleasant. Or if your clothes are too tight, it might be, okay, well, unpleasantness. Or if you're really happy to be here, that might feel light and pleasant. Okay, pleasantness is like this. Okay, any questions before we do our sit? And hopefully a number of you will have some things to share after the sit tonight, both from what happens in tonight's sit, but anything that happened during the week. But in any case, take your time, find a comfortable posture. We'll be sitting for about 30 minutes. This talk, like all programs at Common Ground, is offered freely in the spirit of generosity. To learn more about Common Ground and its programs, or if you would like to donate, please visit our website, www.commongroundmeditation.org.